Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Boom, we are live. Good evening, good evening. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to join. And give me a chance to post some links out. If you're just joining us, you're not sure what the emergency stream is about. Gary Rowett has tonight left Millwall Football Club. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's by mutual consent. Richard Callie just said resigned. The club have released a statement. It is official. It is not a hoax. Gary Rowett is no longer the manager of Millwall Football Club. Wow. I don't know why I'm so shocked and surprised, but I am very shocked and surprised, especially at the timing of it. Um, and someone just sent me a voice note, and it's very, very true. They said if they've let him go by mutual, that must mean they've got someone else lined up. They have, they have. the club have said, There you go, confirmed by Mrs. G. The club have said we've got someone else lined up, no, by mutual, yeah. But we've got no, someone, no. do you know I'm live? Oh, sorry, mutually <laughs> <laughs> agreed to part, yeah. But my mate just said to me that if we've if we've agreed to let him go mutually. Oh, oh, oh. We must have someone else lined up. Hopefully, that's all right. It's only 150 people watching. Uh, <laughs> then that can be um, that could be Kevin Muscat. Hopefully, because Kevin Muscat is, of course, in I'm going to say Malaysia or something like that. Um, but he has had been in contention for the Rangers job. I don't think he's going to get that, which could be good news for us. If you just joined the stream, you have no idea what is going on. Gary Rowett tonight left. Millwall Football Club. He's had the whole international break to do it, and so have the club. And it's gone to the one. <laughs> it's gone to. Well, I've, I've filmed the preview earlier as well and gone out to members tonight, so that's fucked. I have to refilm that now tomorrow because that changes everything. Gary Rowett has left Millwall Football Club, and my phone is going absolutely crackers. I've just gone live. I posted a stream to some of the boys to come live with me. Um. So just waiting for some of those to jump into it. We was just literally, we just had a, a lovely Domino's in here. And we sat down, a couple of beers. I've been cleaning all day. My boy's here as well. We sat down, watching a bit in between us. And I've got, I've got a notification on my phone. He's, here he is now. What do you reckon? Decent. Decent. Um, and we just literally had a Domino's, just watching a bit in between us. And all of a sudden, I've got a notification. I've looked on my phone. It says, Neil Football Club, first team. They can see you in the reflection. Oh. <laughs> they can't really. He's calling me a wanker. Um, he's probably right. But look, was you calling me a wanker or a rowet? Was you calling me a wanker or a rowet? Yeah. Oh, me. Thank you very much. 
Here you go. This is what happens when you go live. Everyone's jumping in the stream. And literally, them two either side of me that have already been in the stream jumped up and cheered. Gary Rowett has left Millwall Football Club. <laughs> Look, I never wanted him in the first place, but now he's gone. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Do we need to be careful what we wish for? Let's go to the comments. There was already 200 and, uh, 236 of you in the stream. And I don't have my glasses. Get in there, says Kevin Ears. Kevin Ears, you probably got big ears. Go for Muscat, said Tom. I've already said it, Tom. I wonder who's going to come in. Yeah, I don't. A lot of people saying it could be Adam Barrett. I'll be over the moon with, with Kevin Muscat, of course, to come in. A lot of people just going, moo, promote Nugent, says Alfie Hurley. Let's, let's have a look on the Twitter, see what we can get. Gary Rowett said, to quote Jake Sanders, as sometimes in the case in football, it just feels right to part ways. Let's get that on the screen, though. Let's get what we're all talking about on the screen. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm making graphics as we're talking. Um, I'm not sure if Steve Lees is on the stream. Stephen, if you wouldn't mind, mate, if you are in, could you maybe listen for us? Uh, you know, what I did in the time at the club, etc., etc. That'd be good. I'm just waiting for some boys to join me. If you want to join me, if you know me and you've got my phone number and you actually want to join the stream, then I'll let you in to have your say. It ain't a problem. Obviously, I'm not going to post my phone number. Um, but yeah, there you go. Gone live. And I will do a video more in detail tomorrow, of course. But right here, right now, Gary Rowett has just resigned or he's parted ways with Mill Football Club. It's just been quoted by Jake Sanders on Twitter as saying, sometimes in football, as is the case, it just feels right and the right time to do it. And it has happened. Gary Rout has left Millwall Football Club. We're reacting to the news live and I'm uploading graphics. So bear with me. Have a chat in the comments. I posted the link into the Lions TV WhatsApp group. Lucky, lucky I left my dominoes. I wasn't one. I've been ready for it. But I've just literally jumped up. Right, where is it? Here it is. Right, here we go. I need to make a few graphics here. So I'm going to post this on the screen for now. Bang. There you have it. Millwall Football Club confirm that Gary Rowett is no longer the manager of the club. I'm going to read. Did he say? Yeah, there's a full statement, which I'm going to read very shortly. But right here, right now, I'm going to write down a, a title for the screen to come at the bottom. Mutually agreed. Was it his more decision? Was it the club's decision? I don't think that the, the Norwich game, it was written all over his face. You know, he, he's mentioning the family thing, being away from his family for a long amount of time. Um, and now it's done. James Berrelson. Big decision for him. Sorry, I'm just typing and I'm writing. And I'm hoping Joe O'Mara or Pete O'Mara or someone or Kenny or, or Chitty or Connor or Kieran, if you're watching, boys, someone come and help me out. I'm absolutely flying solo with 335 people on the stream. Um, and no help, no graphics, no preparation. But we'll go with it. How do I feel about this? Well... I'm going to be honest, I think it was time for a change. Um, I, the, one of the biggest things that just jumps into my mind straight away is 
the fact that let me get off the screen for a second is the fact that we you know it's my weekends are not as enjoyable anymore for one and even you know the league situation has been okay but we just never have them cut runs anymore do we under route we just never ever have the cut runs under route because there's just not a lot of excitement you wouldn't go for the juggler of of these uh Of these teams, right? I'm just writing some I'm trying to type. Sorry, but if you are just joining us, Gary Rowett has left Millwall Football Club on mutual consent as he'd been manager for just over four years. I don't know, look, it's big, it's happened once during the channel's existence. Of course, that was Neil Harris. Neil Harris left, um, at a time and I didn't really want Neil Harris to leave, I thought he was doing all right. Um, previous to that, I had said maybe it's time for a change, but I never said Harris out. I said Rowett out a long, long time ago. Um, and I said, I've become accustomed to life under Gary Rowett. I've been Rowetty. I'm just used to what it is. Um, and he, he seems to have, well, he wouldn't have walked. They're definitely, by mutual consent, maybe he's gone to the board and said, you know what, I, I, I want to get home sort of thing. And, and they've agreed to pay him off. He, he, he won't have outright walked. I think he got a, a new contract last year, did he? But look, this is it coming out of SE16 tonight. The the pantomime that is Millwall Football Club. I always say if if they chose a football club to base like a reality show on, it will, it will be Millwall because it, there is never a dull moment. Unfortunately, to someone who said, Jared, our sponsor, just said terrible decision to um, shit on what I just said a little bit. Um, there is never a dull moment of Millwall. There has been dull, mo dull moments under Rowett. Um, and enough's enough. He's gone. Someone's saying, is he going to go to West Brom? I didn't even know there was manager this. I'm sure Carlos Cobra is the manager last time I checked. They won their last game 4-0. I didn't know they won 4-0 recently. I've been doing all right. Um, so I don't know where we are. I, I really don't know. It's 366 here, live in the stream. Thanks for joining us. I've literally just jumped off the sofa and I've come and, and I've come and gone live. I've posted links to get other boys to join me, hopefully, um, for the stream. And we're going to learn together as we go. I'm going to read the statement very shortly. I'm just going to put some graphics on the screen that confirms what we're going to be talking about. Um, but, yeah, let me know what you think in the comments. Have a chat in the comments. And I'm, I'm, I'm operating without my fucking glasses as well, by the way. Right. That's done. Right. Okay. Now I can fucking talk. Uh, make that scroll and add it. I'm talking to myself here. You'll see I'm changing the screen now. There you go. Gary Rowett leaves Millwall Football Club. It's all going on here. By mutual consent. Let's go back to that. We're up to 400. Graham Potter, Jesse Marsh, Nathan Jones, Kevin Muscat. Was uh, what one of my mates just said in one of the WhatsApp groups. One of my mates said as well, I made a very good point. I just listened to it before I come live. That it, to let him go or to, you know, to come to this decision when we have... Neil Harris is coming back. Forgot about Chopper. Could you imagine it? Could you imagine Neil Harris coming back? What would you feel about that? Let me know in the comments. Let me know you'd like to see managers in the comments. Let us know in the comments if you would like to see Gary Rowett remain as the manager of our football club. This is a glory of live streams. We are live. 443 of you. Oh, someone says Steve Bruce. Please no. Right. No, no, fucking, I took on some fucking link here about shopping. I don't want to shop at the Millwall football winter range. Sorry, fuck off. Right. Here we go. So I'm going to read this statement now that's just come through from the club 
tweeted 38 minutes ago. It don't seem that long ago because it took that long to set it up. Anyway, Mill Football Club can confirm it has mutually agreed to part company with first team manager Gary Rowett. The 49-year-old has been in charge of the Lions for four years after taking over as boss in 2019, October. During that time, Rowett has elevated Millwall's standing within the championship and led the club to top half finishes in each campaign, regularly challenging for a place in the playoffs along the way. We greatly appreciate Gareth's... Gareth? Gary's... Cheers, Gareth. We greatly appreciate Gary's efforts throughout his time in charge and he departs with the best wishes of everybody connected with the club. Lions chairman James Berylson said, while my time working directly with Gary has been short, I've thoroughly enjoyed all our interactions, all our interactions, sorry, and feel that he leaves us having enhanced the club's on-pitch status during four successful years in charge. Rowett added, firstly, I'd like to thank the fans for all their support. <laughs> sorry, during my time at the club, the atmosphere they create is truly unique. And I murdered that, and I'm joking, that's not in there. I have thoroughly enjoyed being manager of Millwall and depart with a feeling that the club has progressed during my tenure. As it's sometimes the case in football, the time just feels right to part ways. I would like to thank John Berylson, James, Steve Kavanagh, Alex Aldridge, my backroom staff and everyone behind the scenes for their hard work and support. Finally, I'd like to extend my gratitude to the players who I thank for blood, for the, for the blood, sweat and tears that they have put into their efforts. It has been a successful and enjoyable four years. And then that's the end of the quotes. And it says, a comprehensive recruitment process is already underway as the club looks to build upon the success Rowett has overseen. While that is ongoing, current assistant manager Adam Barrett will take caretaker charge of the senior squad and will be assisted by first team coach Paul Robinson. That's left back Paul Robinson that Rowett brought in. It's not Paul Robinson, Mill legend, who is first team assistant, uh, sorry, under 21's team assistant. Um, and then James Barrowson has added a, a quote. In Adam and Paul, we have two excellent coaches who I know fans will really get behind during their time in the caretaker charge. They have my full support as we take the necessary time to secure the appointment, which is the best interests of the club. Well, big news tonight coming out of SC16. There you can see it. And I've just read it. 509 of you are watching. Gary Rowett has left Millwall Football Club by mutual consent. Um, as it stands, Adam Barrett will become caretaker manager with um, Paul Robinson, you know, West Brom left back, who's first team coach. He will be helping him with proceedings. And just like that, Rao, it's gone. Did he walk? Was he pushed? Was it a bit of both what the club said? That's what the official statement says, but obviously... Other stuff goes in. I heard and know absolutely nothing about this. Sometimes I go, well, I've heard this and I know something, but I'm not going to say. And I might tell a few people close to me, but I would never post it. I absolutely did not have a, a first inkling that this was going to happen. But it has happened. And Gary Rowett is no longer the manager of Millwall Football Club. The process begins to replace him. Um, this is the second time this has happened since Lions TV began. Uh, eight years ago? Eight years ago? Was it really eight years ago? March 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. It'll be, it'll be eight years in March next year. Seven and a half years, one managerial change. And I've got to say, regardless of whether we liked him or not, or whether we appreciate his football and his tactics or not, we definitely didn't go in terms of structure and league positions slash finishes. Uh, we didn't go 
backwards under route. We didn't go down under route it. We got a lot more stabilised and we got a lot more less interest in football and the Millwall watermark, the Millwall way. The identity of the club did seem to be slipping away. Um, and he was, I don't think he's ever really, you know, strongly in favour with loads and loads of people. Ah, oh, Kenny is in. <laughs> I'm going to take that off because I can see he's smiling already. You can't see him yet. You can now. All right, mate. How you doing? You all right? Yeah, you're a bit quiet. All right, two seconds. Hang on. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Talk again. Hello, hello, hello. You're not quiet. I had my volume turned down earlier because I was editing. <laughs> and I filmed, and they both listened to me film, and then I edited, and they was like, for fuck's sake, turn that down, we'll listen to it once. I, I apologise about the background, it's more like an emergency meeting. Oh, exactly. Mate, we was on the sofa, I just said, felt a bit of dominoes, just had in between us on, they were scrolling, and I was just sitting there watching the telly, and I've been, I've looked, it's Millwall Football Club, first team, I was like, I still at that point thought, well, it's not going to be that, it's going to be like, I don't know, Barrett's left for personal reasons or something, and I was like, fuck, they went, Yeah! I'm assuming you did as well. We'll have to run straight in here and start a stream. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. He's gone up in me in my estimations a little bit um, just by leaving. <laughs> you like him now? Yeah. You know, I think when we, I'm always, I've always been really critical of Gary Rout and I've never wanted him to be our manager. Um, and I didn't really want him to be our manager during his tenure. What I can't argue with is, is the stability that he provided yeah. Um and, and things like that. He done very, very well to steady, in my opinion, an already anchored ship, really, in my opinion. Mm. But he's okay. still done well to to steady it. Um the problem is is that we've just gone we've gone stale. Yeah, agree. Um and and with his style of football and the way he operates, you're never gonna get us out of that. We're never gonna get out of that dip. Um and, you know, I've been saying it for years, but it, 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 he's done the right thing by the football club there. And I'll be honest with you, we, we commended Neil Harris for doing that. And I think we should, I think we should for it, to be honest. You know, he, he's understood that we've, he's taken the club as far as he can. The club have realised that as well. So well done to the club. Um, and they've had a mutual agreement or a mutual agreement. Yeah, that's exactly that. Is it a mutual agreement or is it a mutual agreement? Yeah. For those of you listening tomorrow on podcast, um, we're actually doing like the little air quote emoji thing there. Um, you just echo really everything I just said. It's very, it's a very dangerous game in football where you have a manager that does well for you. He goes um, and then another one comes in and you see a lot of clubs just capitulate. He's, he has actually, I just said exactly what you said before you came on, that he has kept us at that level. Yeah. Like, you know, as, as structure-wise and league positions-wise, you know, we've not been fighting relegation. We've not gone down. We've stayed there, but it did come to the point, like, the perfect word you just used there, in my opinion, was it's gone you know, stout. Um, the identity seemed to be slipping out of the club. I think it was only a matter of time. It just seems very strange it's happened now. I mean, they've had they've had that whole, well, that's only two weeks, but they've had a whole international break to sort that out, and they haven't, and it will be very interesting to know, but I don't suppose we'll ever find out. Whether it was mutual or whether he made the first move or whether he could potentially be going somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know. Someone said he could go to West Brom, but I'm pretty sure they've got a manager. I mean, does the international break give certain players the opportunity to um, maybe express their views a bit more of what they're not happy about? 
you know, maybe speak to different, certain different people because the schedule's not as, you know, as busy. Um, and all yeah, of a sudden, yeah, I can get what you're saying there. Exactly, yeah. You know, players on the way. He's actually sat in his office, sat around and thought, do I actually want to be here? Or, you know, is it time to have a chat with the chairman? Yeah, I mean, I mean don't forget. Harris, they tried to see the state. Maybe, <clears throat> I, I don't know, maybe he had said something and during the start of the international break and maybe they tried to. They try to uh, talk him round. I would assume that it would be more Rowett's decision than the club's. The club wants stability. He does give us that, um, regardless of you know the dull football. You're, you stop going. I've spoken to loads of people who, who stop going and won't go until he's gone. Yep. So now we can all go to Preston on Saturday for an after kickoff. That's good. Perfect. <laughs> but yes, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, mate. Um, I don't want to be accused of starting rumours. I won't name my friend that just messaged me. He's just messaged me. Apparently, Scott Parker's been seen down at the training ground. That could be complete waffle. I'm not starting any rumours. But who, who replaces him now, Ken? Yeah, no, I haven't got a clue. Um, I don't... Uh, to me, it's a, usually what you do is you wait until there's two or three options didn't you, that come out in the press. And then you go, like we did last time with, what was it, Ainsworth, Rowett and someone else. And you go... Well, I think we actually went, no, fucking, we don't want none of them. <laughs> yeah. But you go, well, that one might do. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, Scott Parker, for his his, his his history, is probably not a good idea. But on his values, would probably be quite good for, for Millwall. Mm. Um, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know who would replace it. What I do know, and what I can tell you, is whoever does come in, we will definitely see a more attacking Millwall. And I think that someone like James Berylson, who's, you know, he's a younger guy, so he's probably all about watching social media and, you know, looking at the Twitter feeds, maybe even watching this and every now and then and stuff like that, realising that people aren't happy. And maybe he's starting to learn the Millwall ethos, realising that people aren't happy. And I think that this... His next signing, so to speak, as a as a manager to get and bring a manager in, is extremely important for Millwall. Yeah, huge, as important huge. as what it's ever been. Yeah, especially as his first appointment in management. Obviously, a lot of people were saying Neil Harris is available. There was sort of Kevin Muscat going to Rangers. Doesn't look like Muscat's going to now get that job, and I think he'd, he'd come in second to get that job. So Muscat could be one. But I see what will be very interesting to see going forward now is the manager we get in, we know we haven't always got big budgets. The January transfer window is obviously three months away. So he's now got a, whoever comes in, however soon it is, they've got to now try and get us playing in a way that we want to play. And the fans want us to play. Very different to how Rowett got us to play. It'll be interesting to see now if the players can actually pull that off or whether Rowett was potentially what right. and some of our yeah. players, especially at the back, aren't great footballers. You know what I mean? Can't play out. So yeah. it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens going forward. I think that um, I'll tell you one person that does spring to mind when you when you say who would you, you know, have in the job, even if it was on a temporary basis. Um, for people saying Neil Harris, like for me, is I'm totally against that. Um, what I would do, don't get me wrong, if Harris wants to come in as a striker coach, something like that, then. You know, no problem. But like, as as far as a manager in the championship, he couldn't do it in League One, uh, League One with Gillingham anymore. Yeah. So how's he going to do it with a Millwall in the championship? But some, but I'm going to sort of make myself sound stupid here. I'd, I'd invite Callum Davidson back. 
It's been said there in the comments by a few people. I think with the um, where was it? It was Charles Charles Stowe. There he is. Um, Callum Davison. Yeah, of course. And I know for a fact that the players really liked. I'm not saying they didn't like Gary Rowett, but I know that he had, he had a lot of the respect to the players, and he was a great coach. Yeah. Um, Callum Davison. Yeah, Neil Harris for me is a no go. I agree, but. When people are saying, look, we can't score any goals, bring New Irish back as a striker coach, I don't believe that would have or could have happened under Rowett. Okay? No. But now it's a, now there's a clean slate. Gary Rowett would have been sort of sitting <laughs> quite a bit there and bringing him in. But he hasn't got to do that now. It's now a clean slate. So, the, in effect, the chairman could say, right, New Irish has come back as a striker coach. Right, bang. Right, now you're the new manager. You know, yeah. It could work in, in that sense. I wouldn't have any issues with that. Um I'll tell you the biggest problem we've got at the moment is we, you haven't got rid of Gary Rowett yet because you've still got Barrett there. That's the biggest problem. So if it comes to Barrett being in charge um, against Preston, I would imagine that we will still play the Rowett way. No, but Row no, hang on. Barrett was in Barrett was there, yeah, but Barrett was there when Harris was in charge because when Harris left, Barrett was the manager for one game, I believe, when we lost it was two new up at Brentford and it was three two. No, we were, I'm pretty sure we played Leeds. We did beat Leeds, you're right. He was, in, he was in charge of two or three games, you're right. We did beat Leeds. Bradshaw scored a couple, didn't we? I think we won 2-1. Yeah. Um, Telly Davis, good evening, mate. You're saying Nathan Jones, Kevin Muscat or Scott Parker is, is in your top three. I would absolutely love Muscat back at the fucking club. Would you take Muscat of open arms, Ken? I, I think I think the credentials are, aren't that good for, for Muscat. Someone um, said that Muscat's done nothing. Yeah, I th he has done. I think he done a stint in China, didn't he? Yeah. But yeah, however, what, what I will say is, is that Arsene Wenger, I think, I believe, had only done a stint in China before he comes. Arsene Wenger's available. No. <laughs> um. So you know, he's got a little bit of experience. It. it I think personally, if Millwall want to get back to be fighting for promotion and playing the Millwall way. Then you're gonna have to have it. You're gonna have to go out and spend some. Time. I'd rather not make any more signings, and have someone that could really operate the players that we got. Yeah, that's that's the ideal. But we can't. I mean, and we've got a lot of injuries as well. Whoever's whoever's gonna walk. I don't think they're walking before it's now Wednesday. You're fucking nine o'clock nearly. So I don't think you know Barrett's gonna be in charge for Saturday. But then don't forget we got Blackburn at home on Wednesday, um, and then we've got. Southampton at home or Watford away and then Southampton at home or vice versa. And then we've got another international break. So maybe whether Barrett does those four games remains to be seen. So my mate just posted on um, another WhatsApp group, put a voice note in and said to let him go or to, you know, to, to mutually agree that at this point they must have someone else lined up. Yeah, they must have. Is it, it just a of, yeah, is it just a case of, you know, he didn't want to do any more and we thought, okay, yeah, he has gone a bit stale. You leave. And it's that simple, or is it right? I've, I might fuck off here if he does fuck off somewhere else. I don't, I've got no issue with that because we didn't want him anyway. But well, we, me and you, I'm talking, me and you didn't want him anyway. Yeah. Um, and the club have already got someone else lined up. I don't know. For me, this muscat thing sticking out a bit because Rangers obviously sat Michael Bills, also available. People were saying in the comments. But then to, uh, as, as the chairman gone, do you know what? The fans want. Someone who understands the meal identity, someone ideally that's played for the club. I know that can't always happen, but Muscat's done well. Now he's been in out by Rangers, got down to the final two. We better fucking snap him up before someone else does. I don't know. In my mind, that's a, a vision slash dream I'm having. 
Good is, there, uh, is, there, is there availability is in the championship at the moment? Oh, just, they're, they're getting, yeah. Uh, well, now, Birmingham manager John Hughes is available. He left, but Wayne Rooney's always taking his job. Uh, here you go. Sir Stephen Ove, well done, mate. Thank you. Barrett was in charge for three games. One, one, draw, one, lost one. That's a mere existence. That's what I always say. <laughs> um, what has Muscat done as manager? I, 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 I couldn't tell you. I know he manages out somewhere and he's done well out there, but it's, you know, no disrespect to wherever he is. It's somewhere in Malaysia or Asia or some Asia. Um, I know he's done well out there. Uh, John Eustace is available. Uh, Japan. He's been in Japan. There you go. Nathan Jones, people say, I can't stand that prick. In all the way. Some people are saying, uh, I see some people say, bring back George Graham. Someone else said, Neil Warnock. We, we don't want a fucking managerial casual in our hands. They're both about 90 years old. You know, we have Sam Allardyce while we're at it as well. <laughs> Someone in the, one of my groups said Steve Bruce. I went, oh, no, 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 no. No. That man should never get it. Oh, good defender, but he should never be getting... Um... <laughs> Me and Deck in charge, going back to the old VCD days. Yeah, I'll take it, Deck, definitely. Stuart Pierce. Another name. I mean, a lot of these names as well. We're getting thrown in here, and names financially. I would say are out of our out of our um, Philippe Clement is the Rangers manager. So I was thinking out of our, our budget. I would say very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. If someone said me and you could go and do it, then ah, huh? me and you could go and do it. We're going to do it for four games. He'll probably get sacked with four games. Lose eight nil every game. <laughs> we have to fold the channel as well for, for getting sussed out for not knowing what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he's in Japan. Won a title with Yokohama. Yokohama. Oh, it's Oklahoma. Lampard. Uh, again, the Lampard, another one that's going to be well um, well out of our, our range. Regarding, I think when um, you look at people like Lampard as well, again, it's, it's a... All right, I know, like you know, he's been at Chelsea and stuff like that, but he's he's still new. He's still new. He's still fresh, and he'd be a, he'd be a stepping block for us. No, sorry, we'd be a stepping block for him. Well, I think we might be a, might be a stepping block for us because he's fucking. I wouldn't have Lampard, mate. He's done, he's done nothing. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Well done, Ted. Any any facts? Welcome because there's 634 in the stream, and we're we're not struggling, but we need as much info as we can. So Muscat managed the same team that Postacoglu did in Japan before he went to Celtic, won the title right there in Australia. Fair enough. And he's a fucking great manager. He's doing well for Spurs. Doing very well for Spurs. Um, Chris Wilder, another name. Chris Houghton or Muscat. Please, yeah, thank you. Um, I don't even know who this guy is. Ralph Hassenhal. Who keeps saying Penny Payne? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> God knows. Lots of people got lots of ideas. Alex Ray, another one. Chris Chris Houghton, yeah, he's um Chris Houghton done fucking terrible at Nottingham Forest, didn't he? He was he was manager of Forest in the Championship. Yeah. Done all right, right, I think before that the opener's in the front room. Um, and then he lost like seven straight games, got sacked, and then Gollum come in from Swansea and fucking took him up. Oh mate, I don't know. Herlock and Ruddock. <laughs> but how would you sum up, Ken? Um, if you had to sum up in a few words, Gary Rowett's tenure as meal manager. Comfortable yet boring. <laughs> that is a very good and very simple explanation. I don't I know how he won or what his win, win ratio was 
But I just said earlier before you came on, one thing that really got me was, is, is the, I know it ain't all about cut runs, but the cut runs we had under Neil Harris. In fact, your very first ever um, fan prediction was Millwall 3, Everton 2. How the fuck you got that right? I don't know. No, I haven't got one right since. Well, you missed it, Kenny, for a while, and then obviously you never got one right again, so then you just got, <laughs> that lane got taken away. I know I put me on what you say. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, um, the lack of cut runs as well. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's been a waste of time, but I'll, I'll never look back on the route here and go, do you know what? We had some bad times. We had some fucking great ones as well. Probably, I, I'm done to put words in your mouth, but for you, probably Preston away last season was probably a, one of the standouts. That was, was a great day. Yeah, it was a great day. Brilliant. Everything about that day was brilliant. Just, But the problem is, is that when you're talking about a simple away win to Preston was the best, you know. Yeah. And, and when you try and look at it technically or tactically, and because I don't think we gave, I'll be honest with you, I don't think we give, gave Gary Rout enough stick for that 4-3 loss to Blackburn. Yeah, very good. We, saw, we, we basically, most of us accepted it on the basis that we're a small club with a small budget, but then we just watch Luton go up instead. You know, and for me, it was sort of unforgivable. Um, I don't think anything, nothing really changed. I mean, even pre-season was quite boring. Um, and then, you know, we've gone into this season. I have no doubt in my mind that he was, he tried to do the best for the club. Um, but then, you know, the crack started forming when he started, you know, talking personally about himself, i.e., you know, oh, I work away from my family, you know, and all that sort of stuff. The, the, the players were getting blamed more and more for performances. Yeah, good point. I noticed that. Um, you know, and... He did seem like he was at the end of his tether with it all. You know, the wave at the fans, all that sort of stuff. You know, you knew it was coming. Yeah, very very true. Like, you know, he did angle towards blaming the players quite a lot towards him. And I remember him doing that in the early days as well, um, saying, you know, we want to play a certain way here. But um, looks like he's in our stream. All right, girl, good evening. Um we wanted to play a certain way. I remember it was on telly one and I watched it from indoors. I think it was a midweek game. He said, at the minute, I haven't got the players I want to play that way. So people was like, all right, fair enough. Then I think not long after he took over was lockdown. And I don't think he ever would have survived lockdown if That's the fans it. were there. But again, people were even using the excuses, well, you know, it's lockdown. We're the, we're the 12th man and we're there. Things are different. Yeah. Um and two or well, three wins at the last 27 home proves that that isn't the case. So I understand where he was coming from from a point of, of where well, there wasn't my players, but now he's got all his own players in and he's saying they're not playing the way that they, I want them to play. So does he want them to play his defensive way or do they just not, do they just not get it across how he wants them to play? I'm, I'm not sure. But no. I said it would be very interesting to find out with a new manager how they play and if he can get those players playing attractive football because I'm, I'm of the strong belief that we've got some very good attacking players now but when they used to run forward you know I think we'd all say it, like what, what are they doing in training yeah it, they, it's easy then to play Man City football when you've got Man City footballers um, but if you want to play Man City football with Millwall footballers it's it's a near on non-existent you know job it, you're not going to be able to do it and 
you, what you end up finding is that the fans don't appreciate that style of football. Don't get me wrong. If we're tri- triangling um, round round teams week in week out, we take it. Right, but we don't have the players to do it. What we do have players to do is to get in the face. People like your Jake Cooper, for me, has gone downhill in the last couple of years. Um, and, and the reason for that is because of the style of play that he's been told to play. Jake Cooper is a get up in the air, battle for the ball, head the ball away, last ditch tackles, all that sort of stuff. Um, he ain't a ball playing centre back, that's for sure. Um, and if you start making players not play to their strengths, which is what most of our players were doing. You know, you you had, for instance, Ryan Leonard was a centre-back. Honeyman was a winger. Vogel Slammer was a winger. Um, so many players were out. George Savile has been playing as a CDM most of the season. Um, Bradshaw has been playing as a lone striker most of the season when he, he best played with someone up top with him. You keep playing these players that are not playing, you're not playing to their strengths. You're not going to get results. And then what happens is you don't get results. You're not going to, you're not going to keep your job. So it, it was so obvious for, you know, the 14,000 Millwall fans that turn up on a Saturday, but not obvious to one man. And that's because he didn't know nothing about Millwall. Steve Lee's very rightly says there that he's gone, um, we're too soft. We're just too soft in general now. That's obviously yeah. part of the new identity that we talk about. Here's a name, right? And I've mentioned this guy. And people might go, oh, come on. right? Mark Beard used to play for Millwall, right? He fucking loves Millwall. Loves it. Messages me all the time talking about it. He was an apprentice at Millwall. He came through with Thatcher Kennedy. They won the FA Youth Cup. Well, sorry, lost in the final of the FA Youth Cup to Man United. He scored against Arsenal at Highbury. And I'm not basing this on, oh, he used to play for me or get him in. He's a very, very good coach. He has been in football something like 34 years now. He's done his time in the lower leagues. Um, he was assistant at Dawkins last season. He's now first team manager at Eastbourne Borough. And, and, and he gets him. Mate. His dad was a Mill scout, Mick. Um, no longer with us, sadly. But, yeah, um, Mark Beard is a name for me that he, he, he had, um, before he did Dawkins, before he did Eastbourne Borough, he was um, Brighton. That's He told me about Longman. He went Longman's quality. I coached him. And that, that Brighton youth side were a very fucking good side under Mark Beard for a long, long time. And I'd, I'd definitely be, be tempted to give it to someone like that. Someone who knows the club, yes, but he's also a very fucking good coach, a motivator, man manager, and wears his heart on his sleeve. Oh, dear. Where do we go? Too risky, someone said. I don't know if that's um, in regards, in relation to what I just said. don't know. Yeah, in the way, they won't say anything. They'll keep it from us. But, yeah, if you are just joining us and you're not sure what's happening, it's there on the screen and it's ticking on the bottom. Gary Rowett has left Millwall Football Club. By mutual consent, the club released a statement about an hour ago and he is gone. Um, let us know in the comments. Are you glad or are you not? I think I know the answer to the majority of those. What are you saying there, Ken, as well about um you always saying in in your in your fan predictions, but was always trying to put square pegs in round holes playing fucking honeyman at fucking wing and Vogel slammer on the wing and then look right back and, yeah. and this and that. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, I'm just trying to think if we just got in. A couple of low knees and this bit. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a strange one. What are we? Ten games into that? 
Yeah, go on, Kim. What's sorry about what you just got to say about uh, square pegs in round holes? Yes, it's exactly the same as what, what I just said. It's if, you know, I, I like to go back to the days when we had, you know, the the eye feel and the read on the on the um on the wings, you know, or your moody or your sure up top, you know, them type of days. And every single player, I wouldn't say every single player that was in that team was out of this world. But they all had jobs. I mean, how long was Matty Lawrence our right back for? He, you know, he he weren't a great footballer, but he was great for us. He'd done the basics really well. Mm. Right. And he was a solid right back. That's what he did. Even Robbie Ryan, you know, like what I'm trying to say is, is that if you put a player in his position and let him do the things that he's good at, and you do that throughout the board, you then end up having a great team with not necessarily the best, but not necessarily the best gifted team. And I think that's what we were back then. Um, and I don't, I don't have a clue how his head works, Rowie. I, I wouldn't, I, honestly, I do not know. Do you complicated things then? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely overcomplicated things. When I interviewed Teddy Sheridan like, like this week, he said, I went up, to, you see, you always spoke about Millwall, um, like the togetherness is a big thing and, and the, the group they had, they would have died, like, you know, lived and died for each other. But he said, he said he went to play at Forest for Brian Clough and he was like, pushed to put a ball on a, on a towel in the middle of the change room and go, there's the ball, there's only one on the pitch. Make sure you get it and if you get it, help your mates to keep hold of it. Defenders go out there, you defend. Wingers get down the fucking wings, hit crosses in strikers, you score goals. Go on. And Teddy Sheridan was like, Is that it? And he was like, Yeah, that is, that, is, that is all he says to us. Yeah. That is literally all he says to us every week. Uh, this yeah. is a really good comment from Come On You Lions. Assembled a good squad, but unable to get the best from them due to his negative tactics. Hmm. I think, I mean, I think I'm not saying hmm, because that's like contentious. I think we all agree on that. Yeah, um, I always say that the one place that we're lacking is is up top. Um, that, that's that's my only place that I feel like we need to strengthen. Um, I don't think Nisbet's the answer. I don't think Bradshaw's the answer. I think someone with Bradshaw um, would be good. I don't think it's Nisbet. Um, but other than that, I think we have a good enough team to be solid, competitive, attack-minded. Danny you Boswell know. wants to be the manager. What do you think, Dan? The Boswell brothers, get them both in. They could be like more successful Cowley brothers. Um, get them in. Get them in, Oaken. Why not? I'll have them all day long. They know the meal all way. Um, Evan Pollock. I'm going Preston now. I've just had a few messages from people saying, right, who's going Preston now? <laughs> you know what I mean? It has, whether it's good news or not, it has give a few people the buzz back because, you know, look, as I said, you were staying away. I know a few people were staying away. I've not been as bothered about going, but I've still been going. Um, half, half that reason I've been honest in the past for the channel obviously do you know what I mean but yeah. this will at least maybe ignite the flame back in a lot of the fans do you think yeah I think so I think that you could tell a lot of the time that they, they were quite downhearted the players I think that they turn up on a Saturday they give everything that they they could and usually it was for a good solid 10-15 minutes and once something goes wrong, like, you know, the heads used to go down. And, and I honestly believe that's because of the instructions that they were given, the tactics that they were given. And they just knew that the way that they were meant to play 
they knew themselves that they probably weren't going to get anything out of the game after a, after a conceding a goal. Yeah, that is something we haven't mentioned. So I'm just I'm just breaking up some graphics as well to put on the screen. Um, we said always oh, mutual consent. Was it his decision? Was it um, the chairman's decision? Is he going somewhere else? Have we got someone else lined up? But one thing we haven't mentioned in all that is what you just rightly picked up is the you know, team like they scored. Uh, so considering the goal, they seem very, very downtrodden for a very long time. I let him affect them too much. Well, actually alluded to that recently. Um, do you think he's lost the dressing room? Uh, yeah, I think he lost the dressing room a season ago. Are you there? As long as that? Yeah, I think I mean, so. Go on, Maybe sorry. not a season ago, but definitely the last probably 10 games of of last season, I'd say. Just, just for another thing that's popped into my dairy is, oh, sorry, I can't actually see it. I mean, I'm just trying to find a graphic on the screen. Um, is that, what are we in games? 12 in, something like that? 12 games, something like that? Yeah. Would the, you know, if they wanted him gone, Surely they wouldn't have given him the money to spend that he has spent at the start of this season. Um, and the backing they have, you know, we've signed some fucking big players on big money from no, out. I, I think, to be honest, the you, you know, with the tragic things that have happened over the last few months, I think that, you know, the, the James was in a probably position where he had to show some sort of intent that you know he was he was going to be here for us and and stuff like that and I think he done what probably any other any other decent person would do and that's back the person that you know his his dad had backed. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that you know after a little while and things have settled down, all of a sudden you you can reevaluate things, and you know I think that's probably what he's done. If anything, he might he might be a lot more ruthless than than what John was. John was a very kind-hearted, wanted-to-work-it-out guy. Maybe James is someone that wants success even more, you know, and and knows what he's got to do to get it. Definitely. Sorry, Mum. My washing machine's even singing. Just leave it off for a second. I thought that was mine. No, it's going, it's made a noise it's never made before. It's going, no, no, um, <laughs> There's nothing in it. It didn't start off, though. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hang on, why don't you have a round of equity? Whatever happens, we must win away at Preston on Saturday. Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because you're, you're going to be in a, a position where um, everything's changed. Um, but also on the flip side of that, not everything's changed. Because like I say, I believe Barrett's going to probably go and play the Rowett way unless he's got some really, really you know, good ideas. But you've got to be careful as well because Barrett now is also having to do this for his job. Yeah. Um, because if someone else comes in and they've got an assistant and Barrett's on his ass, you know, maybe he might turn around and go, you know, I don't know, I'm going to go back to a normal 4-4-2. We're just going to go for it. Or, you know, I've got something up my sleeve that I've really wanted to. He's not to lose, is he? He's got absolutely nothing to lose. Absolutely nothing. Because I'll tell you what, he goes and wins them four games, you know, we'd all be shouting for him to be the next manager. Yeah, I mean, for some people before we say, you know, give it to Barrett. Um, other people were saying, give it to Nugent and Paul Robinson, because obviously they've managed the 21s and 21 score a lot of goals. Kevin Nugent scored a lot of goals in his career as well. Um, the James Berrelson thing I just want to talk about again, where you said you know he's made this decision. We're saying it's more, in my opinion, more of a railway decision than a Berrelson decision. Um, if, um, God rest his soul, our wonderful chairman John Berrelson was still in charge, do you think this decision would have still come to this point? Or do you think it wouldn't have, wouldn't have done the route. Would be still in charge. My, I think my, I think my opinion on 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 John and I met him quite a few times, but you know I can I can only judge it on his actions of what he did for this club. Um, and I think he was a really kind, caring man. Don't get me wrong; he's definitely a businessman. But I think that if he could have worked it out for Gary to make him stay, I think he and I think he probably did at some point. You know, I think he probably did sit down and have that chat with him at some point, being like, you know, I'll, mm. you know, come on, let's make it work. And the good thing is with James is that he's he's fresh. Um, he's firstly a a businessman. He's secondly a Millwall supporter. You know, he, and in order to make things work, I think that he's I think that he's had a a solid, strong conversation. To be honest, mm. I think the Rowley showed some vulnerability. Definitely uh, with the Norwich, definitely with the Norwich stuff. To yeah. me, showed his hand there. You know, yeah. as a game of cards, I go, "You're fucked." Yeah, he definitely to me edged on the side of like, you know, "Oh, poor me, feel sorry for me," sort yeah. of thing. And uh, I'm away from my family at that. But at that point, I thought he could well go here. Yeah, he yeah. Well you know what? He's still not walked. He's still not. He's still not walked. He's become a mutual agreement. So he's still gone. You know, I'm not sure about this. Maybe, listen, maybe James Berrelson. Maybe we don't know too much about him. 
Maybe we're yeah. underestimating him as a character. Maybe he's got ambition. Maybe he wants to not just take over what his dad did, but what a lot of sons do, you see in, in this position. For example, not even in football, Eddie Hearn. Yeah. Take over the fucking parent, parents' business or the dad's business, and they don't want to continue it. They want to fucking drive it to a, a, another level to put their own stamp on it and get their own credit for that success. Do you know what I mean? I think as well you have to you have to take a look at it as you know as a person, um, you know, the the results and the way that Millwall are where they are, how well they do over the next five ten years or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and obviously the fan base is is critical to an owner, um, you know, and he's seeing people that aren't going. Actually, you're getting people through the door, mate. You're you're losing the battle, aren't you? This isn't just his business. This is his father's legacy. Yeah. You know, um, this is something that his dad has poured millions and millions of pounds in um, over the years. And uh, if it has been down to him having a strong chat with Rowett and Rowett showing his vulnerability, which I think I think that is the case, to be honest, then, you know, hats off to him. Massively hats off to him. Mm. It might not just be, like we say, just business. It's definitely... An emotional tie there as well. It's personal now. It's not just business. It's both. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll take that all day long. That, that's the type of owner you want. Mm. You know, this is this is this is my father's legacy. We're talking about people aren't happy. They're not going. You know, it's so everything's so fresh in the mind for the Belson family and the Millwall family. Oh, and boy, yeah. yeah, and you know, you sat fifteenth in the league with really unhappy fans. Why you're going like that to them? Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that the little clappy gave us at Norwich. Yeah, I definitely think you're right. Maybe he's thinking, you know, all right, look, he's not taking us backwards, as we can see there for the league position. I've got my glasses on, 11 games, four wins, three draws, four losses. Like I said, look, we're not in the position of other clubs that were five years ago when Neil Harris was our manager, or four years ago, the South Ends, the Bradfords, the Chesterfields, the fucking, the list goes on, that are in League Two slash gone out of football, you know, so he's definitely as stabilised us, but like you said, it's gone stale maybe at this point. Um, maybe at this point, Berylson's thinking, it's not just it's gone stale, it's starting to sort of undo the work that my dad did and it, it's not feeling like it was and I want to make him proud as well as it to work as a business. We're not getting the people through the door we was. Because I'm telling you now, right, we used to get bigger crowds and definitely more atmosphere in League One. I was no, just one, but was, was about to say well, this, you couldn't wait to get there on a weekend, could you? You couldn't wait to yeah. get there. I was just about to say this, Chuck. You know, going and watching games this season, would you rather watch the last 11 games, right, and watch them three times over, which is what we would have done this season, right? Or would you have preferred to have been back down in League One, right, coming back from 2 0 down against Berry away? Right, because I'll be honest with you, I'd rather be in League One coming back 2-0 down from Berry away. Right, because them days were special. They were brilliant. They were amazing. You know, little things like that. Yeah. This is just bore. It's just been boring and depressing. I told you, I walked out of the stadium the last game I went to and I genuinely, I've, I've never felt so depressed in my life. And we won, I think. I remember sitting there uh, last week. Henry was going to come and he went, oh, fuck that, so I've got a chance to go work. Then she was going to come. She woke up in the morning, she looked out, she went, no, I can't bother. Mm. Uh, then I texted you and you went, mate, thanks for the offer and I know it's a freebie, but you couldn't pay me to go. Yeah, couldn't think of anything. Uh, like I saw 500 WhatsApp groups, no one wanted it. 
<laughs> and it weren't just me. The box next to us were down around that four four empty spaces. We had two or three. Like we're not we're all feeling this way for a re- reason, and we're not fucking wrong or alone in those feelings, are we? Mill KP. How are you, mate? Who do you want to be the new manager? Don't say Joe O'Mara. Ken, can you sit through any of them fucking comments? Because I ain't got my glasses on. Then I've just seen Millwall KP to put. Oh, I love you, Kenny. Don't let Joe see that because he thinks you're he's your favourite. <laughs> yeah. Um. The days when we had Dennis Wise. Rout was the only manager I'm aware of that was more interested in taking a piss out of Kenny's part in live online TV when he should have been planning on Millwall winning. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Lee says there, we've had our biggest average gate since 1966-67. What, this season? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, lately people have been... I've seen people walking out lately with 3 nil down uh, and they're just like, oh, yeah, he's what he is. He's just fucking... I've had enough. I'm, not, I'm leaving. Or well, that's it. Fuck it. I'm not going. Not even like, this is bollocks. We're not fucking having it. Like saying he's got to give. So I've, seen, I've seen what David said. <laughs> Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> don't even respond, mate. I don't even know they are. <laughs> when we get 5,000 subs, I'll think about it. Um, <laughs> Chris Wilder in Ellis Roden, thank you very much for your kind contribution. Super chats are open. You can donate to the comments via the comment section. Sorry. Let's uh, keep getting my tears. Uh, A lot of people have said... Um, Morrison, Morrison, believe it or not, he's at Horsham, isn't he? And and actually doing quite well. But I think that yeah, Steve sure. Morrison is there for the journey, to be honest. I think he's there for the journey. He's had a taste of, of championship. Um, I don't even think it's the taste of the championship. I think he's had a taste of um, up people that own football clubs. Mm. And I think that's set him back a little bit. And I think, I think what Steve Morrison's doing right now is 100% the right thing. Yeah, um, trade almost now, like doing it properly. Definitely, yeah. That's what I said about Mark Beard. Like Mark Beard's been like he's had a, he, people will go fucking oh, he played for us twenty years ago. Like what's he done? He's actually had a really good career. And I see who did I see talking about this? Um, I can't remember who it was, but they said these managers now like your Lampards and um, and Gerards. They jump in and they've not done their fucking apprenticeship yeah. to speak. Do you know what I mean? Mark Beard's definitely. Definitely done that. Look, Carl Miles and Grandpa. I don't think that. Um, again, I don't think we, we could attract him due to his fucking about a ninety million pound payout from fucking Chelsea or something stupid, wouldn't it? Um, never felt less interested in Millwall past few weeks. Whether we want one loss or draw, bored, drain the life out of me. Hopefully, starts to get the buzz back again. Now, yeah, like, a lot of people are feeling exactly um, what Kenny said. Um, Clem says, are the Warnock rumours true? Well, I don't know. There is. There is any Warnock um, rumours, unless it's been started on this stream. Um, Harris football by the end was as bad as Rowett's. Fulham away, we lost 4-0, was appalling as Norwich this season. I, I don't think it was, in my opinion. I think, I, I still don't think Neil Harris should have probably left when he did. We don't. We, again, we was about exactly this point, I think, in the season. 
I'll tell you something funny about the Neil Harris thing. As much as I wouldn't have him back, you're exactly you're right, Dan. Like we started getting on Harris's back the minute things started turning, right? With Rowett, it turned, done a 360, done another 360. It was like a fucking roller coaster before people started going, I've had enough of it. Um and I think that Rowett's had a great he's had a great time for himself, that's for sure, because we got on one of our own. A, a lot quicker and a, and with a lot more aggression than yeah, what we yeah. allow it. People are still now saying, you know, all these people, ah, well, that's it. We're relegated now. Yeah, fucking watch. Yeah, we're, we're next. Um, yeah. Well, it's a QPR. You don't have a QPR. Has Gareth Fangsworth been sacked yet? What are the available jobs in the championship? Can anyone let us know in the comments? Who are the teams without managers at the minute? I don't think there is many other than us that I can think of. I could be wrong. Could we afford Walnock, Beverly Young? Um, I don't think he'd do it. I think I think he was done. We, he's, he's, he's had more comebacks than Frank Sinatra. And he, he he retired, didn't he? Then he came back down Huddersfield and he's left in mid-season. But ain't he still there? Ain't he still there? He just ain't the manager no more. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think so. he, he, he actually lives in fucking like, Cornwall, doesn't he? Or something like that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he needs to. He lives down there. Okay, they wouldn't come to us. Um, Muscat wouldn't come to us. I think he would. I think he'd come to us definitely. But um, yeah, Lewis, you, this is what someone else said to me earlier. Yeah. Way this is happening. Just, I mean, it's a very strange time for it to happen, Kenny. I mean, it's never an un. On, you know, a usual time for a manager to leave, but considering we've had the whole two weeks international break, and now the Sunday goes three games before. Yeah, I think so. I think something's gonna miss um, within the last couple of weeks. I think that maybe potentially over the last four, five, six weeks, I think Millwall have probably been starting to weigh up their options. To be honest. Um, and I think that Rowett's probably showed a couple of hands and what they've ended up doing. I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone, you know, Millwall turned around and went on Sunday after Preston's game, Millwall announced such and such as, as the new manager. Yeah, like give Adam Barrett that, that little, little... Yeah, let him have that Saturday. Yeah, the players. Yeah. Let the yeah, and then at least, you know, they've got, I don't know what they've got, fucking Monday and Tuesday, ain't they? That's it. But, yeah, because we're playing fucking Blackburn at home Wednesday. Yeah. But it wouldn't be, Blackburn at home wouldn't be a bad game to have as your first, you know, the crowd isn't going to be massive. You know, get some ideas into your team. No one's going to care too much about the result if your new manager comes in. You know, don't get me wrong, we're going to lose 4-0 and it's a different story. But, you know, if it's a... If you see all you've got to do with a new manager as a fan is see something. And yeah, that is going to be different. Yeah. The thing is, if, 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 whoever comes in has got a lot to change. He's got players of a certain, they've had a certain mindset instilled into them. So maybe trying to get them to, to come out of the traps, be a little bit more advanced, that could be fucking difficult, couldn't it? It could take time to put your stamp on it. But I think it's a, a good time to do it. I don't, you know, I don't think we would have been down near relegation at the end of the season, but. I'm excited to see what, what happens going forward. I'm sure you are as well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I can't do Preston on Saturday because I've already agreed to taking my nephew out. But um, who have we got next Saturday? 
Southampton away. Watford. Southampton. Yeah. The Mill fixtures never far, never far away on my Google search. Watford away. Yeah, might be able to do that. I've never done them. I've never done Watford actually. Well, Watford's actually sold out, isn't it? Mm. It's sold out, but I don't even know they've gone on sale until they sold out. So I haven't got any tickets either, but I'm sure I can fucking track some down. Um, someone says Stephen Reed. Stephen Reed again, another ex Mill player that went on to play in the Prem and done well. And then he had um, he had good stints in, in um, coaching. Sorry, I can't fucking remember what I was thinking of him. Not in management, but as, as a coach, uh, done. Didn't he do Scotland? He was assistant at Scotland or coach at Scotland. He was uh, not in a forest involved there as well. But he actually, he's come out of football now. He's gone into more of the mental health side of things and started up some sort of business to do that. Um, there's nothing wrong with Cornwall. I'm not saying there is, but I'm saying the Neil Warnock, 107 years of age, probably won't want to be travelling to London every fucking week. Do you know what I mean? Um, see if he applies. I wonder who will apply. Because everyone always goes... <laughs> oh, who'd want, who, who would you get and who would want to manage us mate there will, there will, there will be lots of fucking managers that want that job uh, Chris Wilder is one that I'd be interested in having in as well his name yeah. keeps popping up he um, keeps saying as well that he uh, he grew up in Swanley Chris Wilder oh, okay. which he did because he was he actually was mates with Billy Mitchell's dad they went, went to school together and then and then he moved up north um, but Wilder's got got form around getting his team like this out of his division hasn't he Get it with Sheffield United. I think he's a great. Where did great... he go after Sheffield United? Wilder, wasn't he? Didn't he? Not Wolves. He done someone for a very short space of time. I can't think. Yeah. But he did someone um, very short space of time. Here's another name that bounces around. Absolutely not. He's fucking been to every club in the fucking country. That bloke. Yeah. There is a reason why he don't. There's a reason why he don't manage anymore. Is because. Um, He's got so much money from all of, from being sacked from every job that he's ever done. That's why he gets them. He gets them, packs his bags. He says, oh, oh, man, I'll be home in a few weeks. Don't worry. Yeah. Fucking yeah. nice to check. Uh, well, that was Watford. Well, I did Watford. I knew it was someone beginning with W. Um, Nathan Jones, again. People are saying Middlesbrough, Borough. Borough. Michael Carrick's, I don't know what that's about. Oh, no. Chris Wilder did Middlesbrough as well. Yeah, but. It wasn't that one I was thinking more recently. I was thinking, um, I was thinking about saying I was right. Hang on, Scott Parker. If I said Scott Parker for me, Scott Parker. I personally wouldn't have a problem with Scott Parker being our manager. I know a lot of people in the comments will probably disagree, obviously, because who he's played for in his career. Um, but I thought he did a really good job at Fulham, obviously. Uh, Bournemouth. That 9-0 fucking spanking by Liverpool, I think it was. It got him to sack, didn't it? And then he went over to Bruce for a bit. Him or Michael Beal, they're like both local boys. Michael Beal was doing well at QPR before he went to Rangers and he's just been sacked. I don't know. Would, would it bother you if we did get Parker because we've had, you know, Lomas, Billy Bonds, that tyre that players have played for other clubs that we don't appreciate? That, does that bother you, that, that whole process? Not any one in particular? Not really. I think I think it bothers you more as a player, you know, as a player. You know, if you go and sign somebody from West Ham, you know, for instance. Then, yeah. You know, and really, really, let's be honest, and I know I'm probably going to piss people off by saying this, but but that's pretty, it's pretty stupid. You know, if it, if it, 
if it betters our team. Um, I get it, history, etc., etc. But I don't hate West Ham unless we play them. To be honest, you know what I mean? It's it's one of them. Um, but as for a manager, like, look, it's not like he's come fresh out of the West Ham managerial academy, you know, and come to Millwall to fuck us, fuck us over. No. No, you know, I, I mean, like, when I interview, I mean, what what a lot of people what you got to understand is like, if you're fucking, I don't know, if you're an electrician, you go and work in a building site, and you're working on a firm of electricians, and they go, "Well, you're going to be fucking working with this geezer this week." Oh, oh, mate, oh, do you like football? Yeah, I'm a West Ham fan. You wouldn't go. I'm not working with him. Yeah, you exactly. Your job is your job, and that's what I think a lot of people do misunderstand with football. Look. You know, when I've been around a lot of the training grounds and stuff, and I used to do the, the you know the drill stuff for soccer, I am, and it is very they're very footballers are in a in a bubble. They're very um, dictated to they're like fucking like grounds to an extent. They're told what to eat, when to eat, what to, when to sleep. Always getting their fucking check. You got them packs on with the checks and all that. And it is, it is a job, and it is a contract that you're being offered to provide for your family. So, you know, players that have played for the club. That's when people say to me. Oh, why? Well, I hope you put it on Teddy Sheringham. Oh, you should have put it. Why did he go to West Ham? Well, one, I don't need to ask him because I can tell you why he went to West Ham. There was a club that come in from at the time and he's got fucking three or four or five kids. And, uh, well, he's got a lot of money, obviously, but he wants to carry on playing football at a good level. And two, I've managed to pin him down, luckily, because he was in a car getting chauffeur driven to Manchester to appear at a charity event, which he probably charged about 10 grand for. He did mine for free. So I'm not going to. Start going, oh, yeah, what did you fucking join? Ain't going to go down well, is it? And I ain't probably going to get the interview or anyone's going forward. But so that's why I didn't ask him who he supported. But yeah, along that line, it wouldn't bother me, Scott Parker. I mean, no. he, played, he played for a fucking lot of clubs, Scott Parker. Yeah. Didn't yeah. he? Charlton, Chelsea, Newcastle, West Ham, Fulham. Fulham, to name a few. He played for a lot of clubs. So it wouldn't bother me. And he's, he's a young manager. He lives fucking very local to me, a wall. Um, I'll tell you one person I wouldn't have though just to throw this in because I haven't seen this name yet and it's, that that would scare me Boya Boya whatever happened to him I don't know I know he lives he's at children, and he, he done alright for him because since he lived there they've been horrendous went to Birmingham didn't he yeah no and us we'd, we'd call Alan Kerbishley out of retirement or something <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't even know he's still alive. I always get Alan Kerbishy mixed up with Alan Pardew. I don't know why I wouldn't want either of them. But, uh, Mark Warbutton is the man. I mean, he was the one. He, he's another one that, for me, is a little bit like a, a stabiliser. A stabiliser. Yeah. Like, it was like, you know, he'd he done QPR for years. And yes, they wasn't shit, but they wasn't great either. Um, we, he, we don't need a stabiliser now. We've had one for the last four or five years. Like, what we need now is to... is is someone that's going to give it a go, right? If we give it a go and we fall flat, I know that if, me personally, if we ended up 15th in the league, but we went out and absolutely gave it our all every single game, I would be nowhere near as depressed as what I am watching Gary Rowett football, trying to get eighth in the table. I mean, look, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like Outsiders looking in must say... What's your problem? You know, look, there you are. You've won half your games. You're fucking, you know, your games are split in three. You've, you can't see us at the minute because the fans are there. Your games are split in three. You've pretty much, you've won an amount, you've drawn an amount, you've lost the same amount. 
Yeah. But it's hard to explain to an outsider looking in what the issues were, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It, it is about just trying to understand. And it's not just a case of, you know, people have, you know, last three games or last 11 games, people are now going, I want that geezer out. The, the real row out people have been saying it for, you know, a year. Mm-hmm. Easy. Um, and then slowly that band has just got bigger and bigger and bigger um, because they're starting to realise that what we were saying was right. And I don't hold in, to, to be honest, I absolutely hated Rat's Guts. And I always said if I saw him in the street, I'd deck him. But all, now, all of a sudden, I don't mind him. <laughs> like, like, what I've done at what cost to the club? Yeah, it's it's kind of like right. Okay, do you know what? We've had four years of 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 granted good stabilisation. Um, however, we've had to endure, in my opinion, really bore, real boring football, depressing football. No cut runs, no excitement, no nothing. And now I think it's time that now we are stabilised. We don't need to have a stabilising manager. We need to have someone that's going to absolute go for it. Who was the, um, who was that, was it, what about the, um, I'll tell you, the Cowley brothers. Was it the Cowley brothers? Yeah, they they done really well at Lincoln, didn't they? They went to Portsmouth. That's it, Portsmouth. Well, I don't even know where they are now, whether they're still at Portsmouth, I'm not sure. But that was a name that really come to the forefront for a, a lot of people to to get on board, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, well, at least Lee Bowe's not coming back because he manages Montserrat in the Caribbean. That's great fucking knowledge. Yeah, no. What a job, by the way, as well. What a yeah, job. Fucking great job. I'm up by me in a couple of weeks when I go. I'm not going to Montserrat, <laughs> I'm going to the Caribbean. Right. If you don't know what we're talking about, Gary Rowett tonight has left Millwall Football Club by mutual consent. Um, was he more pushed? Or did he jump? Not sure, but he's uh, come out with his quotes here and he said, Firstly, I'd like to thank the fans for all their support during my time at the club. The atmosphere they create is truly unique. Well, it gets better than that, Gal, but if you wouldn't allow it, you didn't allow it to. I thoroughly enjoyed being manager of Millwall, of course you did, and depart with a feeling that the club has progressed during my tenure. As it's sometimes the case in football, the time just feels right to part ways. I'd like to thank John Berylson, James, Steve Cavanagh, Alex Aldridge, my backroom staff, and everyone behind the scenes for their hard work and support. Finally, I'd like to extend my gratitude to the players who I thank for the blood, sweat and tears they put into their efforts. It has been a successful and enjoyable four years. Mm. What do you take from that, Ken? Do you think that's all true? Well, I take that he's turned around and thanked the players for blood, sweat and tears, but most weeks said that they weren't didn't do enough. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like... It, this is the problem. He was always full of bollocks and um, he was never happy to accept it. I think it was you that said this to me or it might have been, it might have been someone completely different. Someone said to Rowett once, and I think it was on a training day at the Den, you know, why why do you still continue to play the five at the back? And didn't he say, well, you know, we're not in the 1980s anymore or something like that. Like yeah. he was never, he was never ever open to doing yeah. anything other than what he knew and the only time he ever did what all Millwall supporters were saying was when he was in trouble you know and I'll be honest with you I think he's gone before he was he was kicked anyway because if you look at the look at the um look at the games you got Preston away I don't think Rout would have got anything there Blackburn at home against 
you know, a non-existent crowd. If you lose that, you're in trouble, massive trouble. Mm. Um, and then who, who, who have we got after that? Watford, not going to get a result. Southampton, probably not going to get a result. So maybe, maybe he sort of walked before he was kicked anyway, pushed. That's the right saying, isn't it? Yes. Before he's pushed. I just think, you know, we, when you get them statements come out, you always, you get the, the night. This is the glory of what we're doing and other podcasts do and other, other YouTube shows because we're talking about what actually happened. Obviously, the club will give you the watered-down version, you know, the very handshaky, nicey-nicey, you know, let's all keep it clean and walk away so there's no shit to be stirred. He left for an undisclosed thing. Yeah, we're sitting here with our big wooden spoons trying to stir it, but... It's definitely more to it than than that. You know, something's been initiated somewhere, and it's definitely more to it than, than we're getting fed. But maybe we'll never know. As soon as this podcast is over, I will be straight on the phone trying to fucking find out. That's for sure. But um, there you go, everyone. I think we've said all we can really say on it. Unless anyone else wants to talk about anything else, what's Dennis Wise? A lot of people say, "What's Dennis Wise up to?" Um, Dennis Wise is funny enough. I spoke to Mark Bertram yesterday and I said, Birch, any chance you can try and get Dennis Wise on for me? Because they're both at Como in Italy. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, Birch, Birch said, I'll ask him. Uh, I said, look, tell him I've had Teddy on and obviously you've been on, a few others. He said, I'll ask him for you. Um, who knows? Who He's knows? Um, Wise, I mean, again, Wise is someone I, I loved when he was at the club and they say you should never go back. I definitely, I definitely would be interested. That's just he's been out of. I think he's more of a director of football at Como. I know Birchie's like first team coach. I think he's more of a like a, an overseer, like he did at Newcastle, sort of director of football. So I don't think you know he's been out. He's been out of actual English, the English game and English management for a very long time. But he's a fucking winner, and he definitely understands the meal way. I've got us to. Uh, our only ever appearance in Europe, then got us to an FA Cup final. And just just quickly, because I've just Wikipedia'd him, says he's the president of Serie B side Como. <laughs> Was he? Yeah, so I don't know whether that does that mean owner? I don't know. Yeah, it should do, really, shouldn't it? It should be the owner. Yeah, the president. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Mate, it's drawing, if you're on Lake Como, absolutely having it off, you're probably not going to want to come back to fucking. The Bermans, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Gary Rowett's come in and said grass, grass isn't always greener. You'll that's a, that's that, an interesting yeah. point, you know, because I said this before, whether we like Rowett or if we didn't or didn't appreciate him or his tactics and we thought he was changing the identity slash sucking the life out of the club, we definitely didn't end up like Bradford. We definitely didn't end up like Southend. Um, I mean, even Gillingham League 2 teams we used to play against Chesterfield. The list, the list goes, oh, there's another one that's actually in Maidstone's League. Now, I can't even think what it is. But we used to play against them, and they're now in the fucking... Uh, Scumful. Scumful, yeah. I think like they're in the same equivalent as fucking... Or in the National League. Like, yeah, we definitely are. haven't gone down that route. So, grass isn't always greener. Well, now, I mean, as fans, it's time to put our money where our mouth is. Because we say, well, if Rout went, we'd be better. If Rout went, we'd play different type of football. So, now we're, get, we're actually going to find out, aren't we? Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm a little worried. I think the club will get it right. You know, do everything they can to get it right. You can't guarantee success and the results from any manager. But I don't think that Rowett was a step backwards. I thought he stabilised us. and He kept us at that level, in my opinion. Like you said, we was already anchored. 
You know, we didn't definitely didn't Bianca didn't come up, did it? We didn't go, no. we didn't get washed away. We didn't fucking sail off into the sunset either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we sort of stayed on that level. So it can happen in football. It happens at fucking some big big clubs. Look at Man United for one, Chelsea for another. Where you end up with this managerial merry go merry go round and just capitulate and can't fucking get out of a hole, really. So it will be very interesting to see. And I'm, I'm obviously I'm sure we're all worried that the club might not get it right. I can't see why they wouldn't, because I think they understand the fan base, the owners, etc. And they know they know what we want. Um, but who will be appointed, that fucking remains to be seen. Someone said Bielsa. Bielsa, I mean again, look, I think there's some managers where I'd love that. I would love that. There's some maybe Oh, we're back. Um, sometimes there's managers where there's like an emotional tie where we say we've got to get someone Millwall in, or we go. I mean, I was watching this fucking um, comments earlier. But some people just named the Millwall players: Sheridan, Cale, Reed, Harris. I was just like Claridge. I was just like watching all the names come in. I think there's sometimes there's ones where managers are, you know, good managers but very old managers like Mick McCarthy, George Graham. Uh, Neil Warnock, and then there's other managers where people put them in that bracket. Um, the manager you just said, I can't remember it was now, but well, who was it? Can't remember it was. But managers that you just said that were just being named, you know, Mark McGee and Steve Grit. <laughs> but like when people say like Bielsa, Dyche, Lampard, I mean <laughs> they fall they fall in a different bracket being. <laughs> out of our fucking wage structure yeah yeah and 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 not necessarily i think what we need either um like i say i think you know obviously someone like Deitch is out of our out of our price range don't know whether someone like lampard would be out of our price range but like i say i don't it, it's you we need to find a manager now that sort of gets it and goes right. Well, fuck it. Let's go for it. Let's give it a go. If we don't get, we don't get where we need to be. We do it next season. Let's keep pushing. Energy, aggression, Millwall way. Give the fans what they want. You know, and then we do become the twelfth man. This is the thing. As we said before, you, you all right? You're going to play maybe not technically better football than what you saw under Rowett, but what you will probably see is more goals, more entertainment. Um, and all of a sudden, like we say, the fans then get behind you. And all of a sudden, the fans can become the 12th man and potentially get you that extra goal. Mm. Good football doesn't matter. Safety matters, says uh, this guy. I can't pronounce that name. It just looks like a fucking Wi-Fi code. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I mean, I know what he's saying. You know, good football doesn't matter. Safety matters. But I think... You know, we, we're, we're mindful. We don't want to go backwards. We don't want to get relegated. I understand what he's saying, but at the same time, it's, good football does matter. Or not even good football, competitive football, aggressive football. You know, players that want to fucking die for the shirt and give everything they got flying into tackles. It, it wasn't, it hasn't got to be pretty. It wasn't always, it was very rarely pretty under Neil Harris. Um, but it was just a, the breed of football and the breed of, and the type of play that he instilled, wouldn't it? No, it was long ball, yes. But we were fucking high intensity, sticking on teams. Yeah. No one had day that he, he would get the players to believe that we could beat anyone on their day. That's why we did fucking beat so many Premier League teams and FA Cup matches. Yeah. Um, so it, I know what he's, this guy's saying. Safety matters, yes. 
But good football does matter, especially when, like you said earlier, Ken, people ain't coming through the door anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, you've got to remember that Rowett did play that way when he first come here. Yeah. He did play that way, high intensity, entertaining football, further up the pitch. You know, I can't remember who it was. I can't, we beat a team 3 1. I think Conor Mahoney set up a couple for Matt Smith, I think. Like, I remember that game because it was, it was electric, it was exciting. You know, and we were we were always on. I think it might have been Luton, you know. But anyway, whoever it was, um, it was exciting. But I can't tell you another game like that over the last three years. Yeah, do you know what? You, you just you just like sort of jog sung in my memory. I remember when when Rowett came in and um, everyone was moaning about Harris Hoofball, and we played. Um, Someone like you said, I remember doing a post meeting. The odds are out, by the way. Ah, uh, Joe's just put odds out already, so I don't know whether he wants to send that into the group. Oh, really? The new manager, yeah, send that in. Oh, yeah, yeah, done. I'll put it up on the screen. Cheers, Joe. Um, I remember saying, like, in one of my first post matches, like, yeah, um, no, we knew we had three and two players here, and then two more and two out wide, and teams couldn't work out how he was doing it, and it was all good. Um, and then yeah, like he slowly sort of that all sort of stopped. Like, someone went into it over there, neutral. Where when your manager seems like he's gonna get sacked, just when you think he's gonna get sacked, he pulls something out of the bag. He did do that quite a lot, didn't he? Like, um, he was sort yeah. of fuck, all right, well, we're gonna do that, and then right, that's it, we're safe. And then he slowly thought, slowly take it away, he didn't want to commit too much to. Being open. I mean, we could, as I said, people saying, be careful what you wish for. We could now start being open, but all that attack manager gets spent five new every week. And everyone was going, see, you all want him right out. Yeah, oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, you know, I, I just want to be entertained then. Like, and, and don't get me wrong, I'd love to stay in the Championship. I'd love to go to the Premier League. But also on the flip side of that, I don't really care if we're in League One. As long as I'm entertained, enjoying watching me, me game of football, um, don't get me wrong, you don't enjoy watching it if you're losing all the time. No. But you want to be entertained. And, you know, our, this is the reason why we fell in love with Millwall. There you go. There's, <laughs> but um, I've got it on my phone, so I'll read it off there. Right, the, this is next permanent Millwall manager. These are some odds that Joe Morris just sent in. I don't know where they're from. Um, but Kevin Muscat is currently the favourite at four to one. John Eustace, of course, recently sat by Birmingham, which a lot of their fans weren't happy about. Wayne Rooney was appointed as his successor, five to one. Neil Woolnock recently left Huddersfield, eight to one. Cole Robinson, ten to one. He was obviously the uh, Cholton manager, and then he became the Oxford manager. He was there for a few years. Um, I don't even know if he might still be there. Lee Bowyer, ten to one. Danny Cowley, twelve to one. Frank Lampard, 12 to 1. Nathan Jones, 12 to 1. I think we've mentioned everyone on that list other than. Yeah, other than Mark Kennedy. Mark Kennedy, 14 to 1. So Mark Kennedy played in that side that I mentioned with Mark Beard. Of course, scored the goal as well as Mark Beard. The night beat Arsenal 2 0 Ivory, 14th of January 1995, just before my 15th birthday. Um, and he went on, obviously, to play for Liverpool. Had a little bit of an injury hit career. Man City, amongst other sides. And I don't know, you know the drill. Where was I? Ipswich. Oh, one of the first ones I did. It was an Ipswich, a mop. 
Mark Kennedy was there. I was absolutely buzzing. My mate was taking the piss out of me, going, you're a proper fanboy. And, um, I'm not sure if he's a player still at that point. He might have been a, a coach. But I think, I'm correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, I think Mark Beard is, Mark Beard, sorry, Mark Kennedy, is he manager of someone like... So, not Mansfield, it's someone in the fucking League Two, I'm sure. Oh, he got sacked by, Link oh, by, by Lincoln. There you go. So let's put that to bed. He was at Lincoln, Steve, but where was he before that? He was like somewhere like Mansfield. It weren't Mansfield, but. Well, he's been sacked anyway by Lincoln. Lincoln just sacked him. Lincoln, brilliant. He's a head coach. Oh, he's just been sacked, is he? Yeah, well, he's not going to get agile. He's been sat by... Well, you'd fucking like to think not, wouldn't you, if he'd just been sat by Lincoln? You couldn't want it. You couldn't make it up, though, because they've announced it an hour ago. What's that? They announced it an hour ago. What, Mark Kennedy? Well, that's what it looks like on my thing. I've got hour ago, so... I've, yeah, hour ago, hour ago, hour ago. What the fuck? Well, let me have a look, then. Let's have a look. Mark Kennedy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick me. Sorry, my phone is going fucking bananas here. Mark Kennedy. Um, departs League One club. It says abruptly leaves managerial role. It says. Right, let's have a look at this then. What's going on here? We're calling him a defender in this fucking article, which obviously he wasn't. He was a fucking striker and then he played left wing for our first team. A former Wolves defender. Anyway, fuck that off that bit. Playoff winning defender Mark Kennedy has left Lincoln City with his departure announced by the Imps on Wednesday evening. His departure comes despite having three years left on his four-year deal when he was appointed. Lincoln Chief Executive Liam Scully said in the club statement, everyone at the club thanks Mark and Danny for their contribution to the Imps. Wish them well the future. That is weird. It's happened literally now. I think I might have a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> that is very strange. Just BBC <coughs> Lincoln appointed company with head coach Mark Kennedy after a run of one win in six games. Oh, that maybe makes a bit more sense. Um, was he, again, was he fucking pushed? Did he jump? But before that, it was I'm sure it's Macclesfield. I've not someone might have put it in the comments already. But I'm sure he managed Macclesfield before that. And he was doing well because I asked Mark Beard to get him on the show for me and he went, he won't do it. He's, he's a really quiet bloke as well. Um it was Macclesfield. He was Macclesfield manager for two years and then he's been Lincoln manager. But now he um has left the club after one winning six. So yeah, it was Macclesfield. I knew it began with an M, Mansfield. Macclesfield, near enough, close enough. Hmm. Time to load up Bet365. It definitely, definitely is. <laughs> right, listen, that's that's all I think for now that we can say on it. Um, before I get a little bit more information, I don't mind doing another show maybe with some other, you know, with other boys as well, Ken, tomorrow or later in the week. Yeah. Right, right now, I think we've, we've you know, we've said who, what we think's happened, whose decision we thought it was, you know, what happens going forward. But there you go. If you are just joining us, and you don't know what's gone on. Gary Rowett has tonight left Mill Football Club by mutual consent. And he's no longer the manager of his club. We'd no longer get to say Rowett out. Because he is, he is gone. 
Done and dusted. No longer the manager of our football club. Adam Barrett and Paul Robinson take temporary charge of the team before I knew a manager is appointed, which I'm going to go and look into now, make a few phone calls and get prepped to do a... Do um, I thought I just looked at my phone. I thought it said Dennis Wise texted me. I was like, whoa, but it wasn't. Um, yeah, we'll wait and see tomorrow. But thanks, Ken. Thanks for tuning in, mate. No worries, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. There will be more on this tomorrow. Of course, there will. I'll put an actual edited video out as well. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll get some uh information on social media about who could be coming in. But we wait, we now we'll bait your breath. Exciting times, worrying times. One final word from you, Ken. Come on, you lions. Oh, come on, you lions. We can say, row it out. <laughs> come on, you lions. Thank you, Rao. Bye-bye. 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 Bye bye. 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 Bye bye.